Well, good morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. I'm Anthony Moore. I serve as the senior pastor of Carolina Church, located in Fort Washington, Maryland, and you happen to be on the prayer call line of Carolina Church. Thank you so very much for your presence on today. I want to focus our attention for a few moments, if you don't mind, on the idea and the concept of us understanding uh, the importance of us interceding on behalf of others and the importance of us praying for other persons and people. I do this on today on the heels of what we are currently seeing happening in the world all around us. Um, whether it is local, whether it is national, or whether it is international, I think that you all would agree with me that we need to intercede on behalf of others, regardless to what it is that's going on, whether it's political, whether it's wars, rumors of wars, whether it is violence, whether it is divorce. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is, we can just open our eyes and look and we can see that there is a great need for God's hand to move in the land. Having said that, I thought what I would do today is give some instructions and help us to understand why um, praying for others is so important, why it's important that we have intercessors, why it is important that we intercede on behalf of others. Um, it, it's, 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 it's a question that comes to mind. Why should we pray? Why is praying for others important? Why should we pray? If God already has our best interest at heart, I mean, you, you, after all, he is wiser than we are by a long shot. Why does he need us to pray? Wouldn't it be better to just trust him to do what's best? Yo, it's true that God is wiser than we are. That's true. First Corinthians one twenty five tells us that that um, for the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. So it's it's it is it is true, you all, that God's wiser than we are, and that we should trust him. We know that we ought to trust him. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6 tells us, Trust in the Lord with all of our heart and do not lean on our own understanding and in all of our ways acknowledge him and he'll make straight our path. So, it's, so we ought to trust him. And it is for those reasons, for those very reasons, that we need to pray. Because praying for ourselves and praying for others it's something God commands us to do. And, and so that's the first reason why we ought to do this, you all, because it's something that God commands us to do. We ought to pray for others. We ought to pray for ourselves. And we ought to intercede on behalf of others because it's what God commands us to do. Praying for others is recommended as a source of healing. Praying for others is recommended as a source of healing, according to James 5.16. In James 5.16, he says, therefore, confess your sins to one another 
and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power and it is working. So praying for others is recommended as a source of healing along with confession. James tells us that the prayers of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Now, please hear me. Does this mean that only the prayers of good people are heard? No, that's not what that means. The word righteous in the Bible refers to those who have faith and are covered by Jesus' righteousness. I need to tell you all this again. I'm not suggesting that perfect people or righteous people are the ones whose prayers are being heard and your righteousness is based on your behavior. Let me be really clear on this. That's not what that verse is suggesting to us. The Bible helps us to know that righteousness, that the righteousness in the Bible refers to those who have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and who are covered by Jesus' righteousness. There is none righteous, no, not one. The only reason why we can be even declared righteous is because of the righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ that's imputed upon us, that is placed upon us so that when God looks at us, he doesn't see our unrighteousness. He sees Christ's righteousness being imputed unto us. So don't don't get your, your horse, your, your, yourself up on a high horse believing that you are so righteous because that's not what James is saying unto us. Righteousness has to do with us having faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and being covered by Jesus' righteousness. So Jesus told us, he told us, he says, I want you to pray. I want you to pray. I want you to pray in my name. Pray in my name. Pray in my name. In, in, um, in, in John, in, he says, John 14, verses 13 through 14, whatever you ask in my name, this, will, this I will do that the Father may be glorified uh, in the Son, if you ask me everything in my name, I will do it. John 14, verse 13 through 14 is what he gives unto us. Um, if you do something in the name of someone, it means you do it according to their wishes. Therefore, knowing God and understanding him is an integral part of prayer. So now we begin to see why praying for others is important. Prayer is not about getting everything we want or getting others safe, or healthy, and problem-free at all times. Prayer is a powerful way in which we get to know our Savior, and it also brings believers together. Mm, wow. Prayer is a powerful way in which we get to know our Savior, but it also you know, helps us to bring believers together. Effective prayer for others will bring us closer to God because effective prayers is based on the knowledge of his will. It's based on his will. It's based on his will. First John 5 verse 14 tells us, and this is the confidence that we have towards him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. 
Effective prayer for others will bring us closer to God because effective prayer is based on a knowledge of his will. But it also brings us closer to others. As we learn more about about them and focus on their needs, y'all, we get to pray for them. For most of us, y'all, praying for others tend to run along these lines. Lord, provide my friend with a job. Lord, give him a car that runs. Lord, give him good health. Lord, keep him safe. Y'all, if we really know someone well, we might even pray for his or her marriage or their relationship. Um, Lord, deliver. Look, you know, we, we're praying. There's nothing wrong with praying for those things. In fact, the Bible encourages us to pray for everything, and in doing so, we extinguish our anxieties. That's what Philippians 4 and 6 tells us, y'all. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. It's it's it, it is it's right it's it's right to pray for the health and for good things to happen that's right you all uh, third john 1 and 2 tells us that Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul however you all please hear me most of the prayers recorded in the bible are of another type Please hear me today. Most of the prayers recorded in the Bible that that they prayed for others is of another type of prayer. When Jesus was praying for others, he prayed for their faith. Uh, Luke 22, verse 32, it says, but I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brethren. So he prayed for their faith. He prayed not only for their faith, but he also prayed against temptation in their lives. Look in Luke 22 and 40. And when he came to the place, he said to them, pray that you may not enter into temptation. Not only did he pray for their faith and pray against temptation in their lives, he also prayed for their unity. John 17, verse 11, and, and, and it says, and I am no longer in the world. But they are in the world, and, and, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. So he prayed for their faith. He prayed against temptation in their lives, and he prayed for the unity. And he prayed for their sanctification. In John 17, verse 17, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is true. Yo, that's what Jesus did when he prayed for others. He prayed for their faith. He prayed against temptation in their lives. He prayed for their unity. He prayed for their sanctification. Let me show you what Paul, Paul prayed for the salvation of the lost. Paul prayed for the salvation of the lost. In Romans 10, verse 1, he says, brothers, my heart's desire and prayer to God for them, they may be saved. He also prayed that the brothers would stay on the right path. In 2 Corinthians 3, uh, 13, verse 7, he says, But we pray to God that you may not do wrong, not that we may appear to have met the test, but that you may do what is right, though we may seem to have failed. 
Paul also prayed that believers would be strengthened by the Spirit, rooted and grounded in love, able to comprehend God's love, and filled with the fullness of God. And that's in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 19. And these are the prayers for spiritual blessings they, um, that they prayed. They are all in Jesus' name and according to the Father's will, prayers that are guaranteed to find a yes are those that are grounded in his will. So y'all praying for others is important because it fulfills the New Testament command. We ought to pray for all people. We ought to pray for government leaders. We ought to pray for the unsaved. We ought to pray for fellow Christians. We ought to pray for ministers of the gospel. We ought to pray for the persecuted church. We ought to pray for those who are at war. We ought to pray for our enemies. We ought to pray for those who despitefully use us. Pray. We've got to pray for others, you all. It's the thing that God calls us to do. So praying for others, get our focus off of ourselves. Onto the, onto the needs of people around us. And as we carry each other's burdens, we will fulfill the law of Christ. Galatians 6 and 2 tells us, bear one another's burden, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Y'all beginning or begin praying um, for others today is what God's calling us to do. And so I, I wanted to give you all those instructions as we attempt today to pray, to intercede. I want to give you guidelines. Can I ask you all today to help me pray for Larry Thomas and Jackie Thomas, um, Sharon Durham. I'm going to pray for Gary Davis and for Harry Mason and for Barry Hayes. I want to pray for Kathleen and Michael Davis. I want to pray for Elois Dix. Um, I want you all to pray, pray, pray. She suffers with seizures and ongoing illnesses. I want you all to pray for Elois and a prayer for Janae's mom, Savette, who has post-COVID complications and is being incubated. If you all would um, pray, I want you to pray for the family of Pastor Gerald Lebar Thomas, who transitioned. And pray for Pastor Stephen Tucker. Pray for Pastor Thurm James. Pray for Sister Velda Jones, who had surgery on yesterday. Would you lift her in prayer? Sister Mary Davis and Deacon Evelyn Mack, would you all pray for Lisa Pagez uh, and um, pray for um, uh, Deacon Evelyn Mack and Mary Davis and Martina Baxter, Associate Pastor Talia White, Sister Gaylene Musgrove, we list you in prayer today. Pray for Rob Pagez. I'm praying for you all. I'm praying for marriages and for relationships. I'm praying today for jobs and for employers. I'm praying for those who are traveling. I'm praying for traveling mercies. I'm praying today that God would touch and deliver. I'm praying for those who have been ravished by war, babies who have been decapitated, and uh, children who have been shot and killed, and families. I'm praying. I'm praying for what's happening in Ukraine, for what's happening in Israel. I'm praying for all parties involved. I'm praying for I'm praying that God would give glory and would show himself strong in the midst of all of what's happening. I'm praying for what's happening on the Cap on Capitol Hill, even 
the Speaker of the House, uh, I'm praying, God, I'm praying, I'm praying politically for the President of this United States. I'm praying for every leader, God, that he has placed in, in position and power. Praying for preachers and for pastors and for evangelists. I'm praying for you today, my brothers and sisters. I'm praying for you. And we've learned today that we have a responsibility to bombard heaven on behalf of others. We have a responsibility to pray unto the Lord. It's going to help us draw closer to God, but it also helps us to understand and to know others better. Come on, let's pray together, you all. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you today for the opportunity to have breath in our bodies. The truth of the matter is, God, we didn't wake ourselves up. You woke us up this morning, and you started us on our way. And God, no alarm clock did it, no no, no nudge, no, no desire. But, Father, the truth is you woke us up this morning. You woke us up. And regardless to what we are going through, the truth of the matter is we are still here. And, um, God, thank you for the many blessings you bestowed upon us. Thank you for allowing us to have our feet to hit the floor. Thank you for allowing uh, the activities of our limbs to still be functioning. Thank you for allowing the organs in our bodies. God, I pray, I pray, even now, as some are even hooked up to dialysis machines and others are going their way to being hooked up and to have surgery. Lord, you are the person who is giving unto us life. And so we thank you, thank you for the benefit of whatever you've given to us to bless us. Thank you, God. I might not be able to talk, but I can still see. I might not be able to see, but I can still talk. Thank you for the ability, God, of being able to have a roof over my head. I might be in a shelter, but Lord, you've kept me covered. Thank you so very much, God. I, I can find a reason to tell you thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you that I can feel the pain. Thank you, God, that I that I can go through what I'm going through and still come out on the other side. Thank you that I can walk through fire but not even be burned and not even smell like smoke. Thank you for helping me to see, God, that it was your hand that's kept me and brought me and taking me it all through. Thank you, Father, for what you are yet doing in my life. I pray, God, I pray now for every person on this call. Have your way, God. Minister, God. Do what only you can do. Fix however you choose to fix it. And Lord, while you're fixing it, fix us in the process that we might adjust to what you have placed in our lives, knowing that you never put more on us than we can handle. So, Lord, I pray now for these, your people. I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray now for these, your people. I pray now, God, that you move, that you heal. Let us see your hand moving, God. In the name of Jesus, pull back the scales off our eyes that we might see you, God. In the name of Jesus, help us to see you. Help us to see you. Help us to see you, God. In the midst of what we're going through, God, in the midst of it, we want to see you. This is our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray, and all the people of God said amen. Hey, listen, thank you all so very much for your time today. I appreciate you all. I do hope that this instructional piece has helped you to understand what your role is as it relates to us getting closer to God, but also praying for others. Now, I've given you some principles on your mark. Get set. Let's grow. Know that I love you all. I want you to have a great day on purpose. God bless you all. Have a great day.